2: Follow us on Instagram at FromTheShadowsPodcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put FromTheShadowsPodcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at OdysseyOne.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash from the shadows. You can receive books, stickers, coffee mugs, and special content just for our Patreon subscribers. Check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer. Well, that's all I have for you right now, folks. And thanks for being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family. So with that being said, Let's get this episode started.
1: So uh, so as we get together here today to do this uh, episode of the Ozark Holler, I want to give a shout-out, Holler, to one of your international fans. Uh-huh. Another one, huh? Another one. They keep, uh, I, I, we got a message on our uh, From the Shadows podcast Facebook page from uh, Darren Wheatley, and he is a... Well, I, I call him a truck driver because I don't know the correct uh, European lingo like you guys do. But uh, he he said he loves the howler stories gets get him through his uh, long trips across England there on uh, you know on the highway. So uh, how do you feel about that? You know, how do you feel about the international acclaim that you're receiving? Well, uh, you know.
3: First thing I feel bad for him. If this is what it takes for him to get through the day, he must be done. <laughs> must be at rock bottom. Um, you know. He I seems like not,
1: a stand up he seems I like hope, a pretty stand up guy, I don't know. Uh, you, I hope you, he's
3: not You know how he's how not is, drinking Holland. too much. I hope he's not drinking too much while he's driving that truck. <laughs> you know, what, hey, what part of England did he say he's from, do you know?
1: Um I I I kinda I looked it up just so I could uh it is Hold on here this makes you know this makes for great podcasting when i have to uh now just you you got to look it up or you just don't remember no nah, i'm going to look it up quick just cuz i i don't want to i don't want to be wrong because you know when you
3: got when you have true fans you want to
2: treat yeah. them right you yeah. know and While he's well he's looking know, that up though you know how you know, we've
3: been i used to you know you i used to uh uh i, I spent some summers there my dad um, lived there, outside. Of, I'm gonna just throw it out there, outside the Cheltenham, up in the Cotswolds. There's uh, <laughs> what?
1: Well, so, you know it says it says he lives in Ilk Ilkston. Am I pronouncing well, you mean that right? Well, give county or something. Anyway, oh, so huh, a county, that, that's I okay. It doesn't know matter. I quit, know a county? I quit it
3: looking it up. Quit looking up. I can see already that you're international. Uh, 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 yeah, International aptitude house pan- stops at a hey, Your International aptitude pancakes. stops at the Asian kitchen or something. So, no, at the ho- International House of Pancakes. That's <laughs> I, I <didn't>,
2: Wow. <laughs>
3: I didn't think about that. I was thinking the Waffle House is what we have here. Yeah, hey, you know, it, um, I don't want to say it's another world, but it's another world. And a truck driver over there is a special kind of truck driver. They're... Um, they are, uh, well, first of all, they're, they got baby trucks over there compared to ours. You know, uh, Jason said they're almost exclusively cab overs, which we don't have anymore in America. I uh, think like BJ and the Bear you know, right. the platinum trucks yep. because uh, they have strict length limits because the uh, towns and everything are so small,
2: you know. Yeah, the roads are and narrow. And
3: they do. Yeah, so so they have more what we what we call straight trucks here, um, which, you know, I started out being a truck driver with a straight truck, and uh, I tore up my first one, so being a state, they gave me another one, I tore it up, so I decided truck driving wasn't for me. I think I told them (laughs) stories. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, some there's some some great great truck driving stories in the back. Yeah, so so. uh, But you know, another thing I like about there, you know, their siren they always put on high low, what we would call high low. So Jason, know when you have a siren box, a lot of times they'll have three or four. It'll have like whale. Which is the one most predominantly here and did have high low. So yeah. I remember when I first got in law enforcement, everyone so I'd put mine on high low like that, pretend I was in Europe when I was going to a call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My whole lieutenant called me one day and he said, Hey, don't don't <laughs> don't play that siren anymore. Because the statute <laughs> obligation for emergency vehicles says audible siren and flashing all uh flashing red lights at that time. Now it's says red anvil red or blue. And and he said, you can't play high-low. And I said, well, the statue doesn't say I has to be on whale. the He goes, no, you can't play high-low because it confuses people. I said, it, it makes confuses them, people. <laughs> they start driving on the wrong side of the road? What do you mean it confuses people? <laughs> he said, yeah, it confuses them. It freaks them out. They're trying to figure out what kind of vehicle you are. I said, I'm an emergency vehicle. No, they're trying to figure out what you just don't do it anymore, right? So, my God, because I'm, I'm the lieutenant and you're, uh, you're not, so don't play it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> huh?
1: <laughs> Did you jump out with uh, with what are the police over nice there carry? A nice, just a nightstick? Nice no,
3: oh, they quit. Hey, we don't carry nightsticks over here after Rodney King. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No, it's true. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, uh-huh. look at that. Was, Rodney Queen, hey, they quit beating people up after Rodney King, and they started shooting them. So, hey, that's all I got to say <laughs> about that subject. I mean, I could talk for three hours on that subject, but we quit carrying billy clubs over here uh, or sticks after the Rodney King beating. So.
2: But we got some nice yeah. uh, lightweight, aluminum-based uh, rinky-dick. Yeah, i told you all my rinky-dick the rinky rinky
3: Tom story, thom. haven't I? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. I don't. I think I told it on the, you know, so that only works on the. It's like a, it's like a law. It only works on the law abiding. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't work yeah. on the big bloke mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, the first time you go over, and I'm sure you guys heard stories about the, the. Um, I'm sure it's bad now, about American tourists that get hit by buses or cars over there because they're driving on the wrong side so you're just used to looking one direction not both directions what they say now i don't know i was taught to look both directions when crossing the street but i guess some folks only look toward the inbound side but i can only imagine with phones now everybody's looking at their phone when they step off the curb you know and Uh, uh,
1: it just looks crazy when i see like driving anywhere other than uh here, it just, it looks I mean, of course I'm living, you know, I live out in the country.
3: So you know, driving's it's not so crazy. but It, 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 it can be, uh, it can be crazy, crazy, you know, I, um, I the first time I got in a Mercedes over there with my dad, I was an adult by that time, and my, my dad was over there for about seven years, I think, but I had a driver's license, so I understood cars or whatever. But and my but my dad's kind of a you know I don't know just a dude shame you talk uh, he can be kind of an aggressive show off in some ways and you get into into uh, first of all when you when you ride especially in the front seat whether you're in a taxi or whatever in, I'm talking about an English country or you know England South Africa some place where they're driving on the wrong side of the road you're freaked out already because you're on the wrong side of the road. Mm-hmm and then you go into two, three lane roundabout on the wrong side of the road and... You're blowing my mind.
0: You're blowing my... It's it's very (laughs) worrisome at
3: first. And then you got dudes, you think every motorcycle is evil, because they're all over the place, you know what I mean? You know how motorcycles drive here. They drive just as bad over there on half the bike, you know, because they got like, (laughs) well, like 250cc bikes, a lot of, you know, a lot smaller Bison we have here. Roads are a lot smaller, right. and uh, and anyway, yeah. I just you know how when you're in the passenger side and like you're riding with your wife or whatever, and she's driving, and once in a while you want to hit the brake because you instant instantly your foot moves over the brake pedal that ain't there because you ain't driving. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're doing that, and finally you just got to it's like a roller coaster that you're about to get sick on. Something you just got to close your eyes. Or being at the dentist, <laughs> you just got to close your eyes and and uh and hope for the best but it's a beautiful place i mean i tell everybody if you haven't been there you should go because uh uh you know after you spend some time obviously in london is is you know a city for 1500 years you know the romans were there you can go down downtown town, and you can see a roman roads they have uh excavated
0: and stuff you can go i mean you, I, we, I could put i could do 10 hours
3: on all the cool stuff there is there but uh, the truck drivers are and they have a lot of what i call soft side trucks you know how they have a mirror where where you see them every once in a while you don't know talk about it's got like tarps that rolled out oh yeah 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 so they have all these soft side trucks because i guess they pull up and deliver out the side of them because of the room or just you know, I, I, maneuvering I don't in don't it? No, I don't know. I think it allows them to just pull up. And like if you're pulled up to a warehouse and they just roll the side up.
2: Guy with a forklift, he comes right out and yes, he just grabs pallets. That's exactly
3: right. And you just pull up. So you got certain things stacked almost like, you know, how like a route truck would look full of beer stacked on the sides right. or whatever. I think they have it compartmentalized like that. So if you're on the right side, your, your delivery might be right side slot four or slot five, and you know how far to pull your truck up to that door, and they just, just like Jason said, they come out with forklift, and they just un, just take it right out of the side, just like that. So, you know, I mean, it's pretty smart when you think about it, right?
2: Yeah, pretty efficient when you don't have room for a docking area, and, you know, kind of works out.
3: That's right. That's right. You know, um, I got a screensaver on my big PC that's my uh, oldest boy outside of Blenheim Palace. And if you guys have never been to Blenheim Palace or looked it up, it was the birthplace of Winston Churchill. I walked through the bedroom that Winston Churchill was born in. It's, uh, I mean, you can walk through it, it's a museum, you know, that part of the house. And it's very hard. I mean, I guess you could go out east. You just don't find palaces that were given. I mean, he was the Duke of Marlborough, and he beat Napoleon, I think, at Waterloo in 1804 or something like that. I don't remember. He beat the French in battle, so they gave him this big estate, and they built this house. And When I say this house, it's probably only three, maybe four stories at the top, but it's, I don't know, 180,000 square feet maybe. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's as, they that's just as big as our
1: town.
3: They just don't build estates like that here in the states. You know what I mean? I mean, you can go to Hollywood and look at all the Tom Brady houses you want, but I'm telling you, you could take Tom Brady's place or Mark Wahlberg's place, and and put it in the parade ground of this place. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's one thing to win five or six Super Bowls, but you go conquer a continent, and it really pays off. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's weird. <coughs> so I'm walking around this place, and and the these guys are trimming these hedges. When I say hedges, this the garden around this place is just it's just words you can't describe it, right? Yeah, and they have these tiered. I guess it's marble. There's combinations of marble and limestone, and, and the building itself is limestone. And these dudes are hand trimming you know 50 acres of, of flowers and grass and i'm not making that up because i think the whole thing's 1700 acres i think the whole grounds so anyway it's so flat and so smooth my oldest boy walks right off of a, of a essentially a limestone paved like terrace or something like terrace that right into a, 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 a shrub and falls, falls right down into the shrub.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: they've got a oh. trim so smooth and flat. He just thinks it keeps going, you know? So this dude, there's a dude, he's smoking cigarette, and he's got a, you know, like a pair of long scissors. Yeah. You know what? Like be a pair of long scissors, but it's on an extended handle with a, like a grip thing on it. So he's standing up. Mm-hmm trimming and I've never seen one before but so he you know it's got about a three and a half four foot handle so he can stand up and and, but it's trimming right along this edge we would take a weed eater that edger you know it turns and and walk down it Mm -hmm. he's cutting it with this pair of scissors and finally I got to ask him I said hey man don't y'all have a weed because these people are cutting everything by hand literally by hand even up close to the house they have that thing like my grandma had that we used to play with. That was like a, a lawnmower that was wheel powered. You know, it was just like a bunch of big blades and a, on yeah. a roller right you know, on in a circle. Yeah. And that's the way, yeah, that's the way they're, they're, they're taking care of this, this place. That's, that's, I mean, gigantic. And he says, yeah, you know, they wanted to—I don't remember how. I, basically, they wanted to look like it would have looked back a hundred years ago if you showed up, you know, in nineteen nineteen or whatever, mm-hmm. and and what what it would it would, what it would look like. So they just keep all these people employed to walk around and and cut the grass. And uh, I'm looking up here on my phone to just see how big this thing is. It uh, it's just the craziest. Because, you know, in America, we'd hire buy a bunch of steel weed eaters and fire about half of them and pay the other half twice as what we paid the first half. You know what I mean? It would be a whole different thing in America. But these cats are just walking around trimming grass. So that's what he told me. By the time they get to one end, it takes like a week, week and a half from to go, you know, they start on one side of this palace and get to the other side. So by the time they get... To the other side. It's time to walk back around and start over. <laughs> is,
0: that, <laughs> is,
1: it, is isn't that what's called job security?
3: <laughs> well, you're the guy with it. yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, I was, I would say some <laughs> some stuff like that, but yeah, absolutely. It, um, mm-hmm. it's twenty eight thousand square meters.
2: Oh my goodness, that's huge. So,
3: however big salt. So, so it's seven acres. The footprint is seven acres of the palace. And they're d- oh just of the palace itself. Just of the house.
0: <laughs> this is good.
1: Oh, okay. So let me ask you this. Would you rather be the guy out hand trimming the yard or the guy in the house with the dust rag? You hey, know
3: what I'm saying? The dude that owns it still lives in there. Um does he really? Holy holy. Yeah. That's good Yeah, only like like a third of it is Two-thirds of it's uh, uh, a – and I don't understand how what they call the National Trust and these foundations over there. They got some – they've got some uh, – you know, they they take a lot of their old stuff, and, and they have a – I don't know how it's called. It's, it, it, I mean, it's called the National Trust, and, and essentially what they do is they let half of it or two-thirds of it or three-fourths of it, whatever, be used as a museum. And obviously, that brings in some kind of a revenue, and they probably, still live in the other half. Or look, yeah, pr- the remaining it probably, probably keeps you from having to pay taxes or something. On the, on the well, I, you know, or I don't think—I mean, obviously, taxes are a big thing over there, but maintenance yeah. on these places are just, you know, a normal—even even if you inherited it, you know, or whatever, the the cost is just so enormous to— um, The upkeep for— yeah. Yeah, so I just, it's just, it's, um I don't know. It's kind of neat, man. And, and the place is scattered with, with, you know, every high spot's got a church and every wide spot in the road's got something to stop and look at. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't, um you can't drive five, six miles without, I mean, if you're a history guy or you got any curiosity at all, you can't drive five, 10 miles without stopping looking at some cool stuff you know but you know they've been jacking around over there for fifteen, eighteen, hundred 1800 years you know yeah mm-hmm. that is i mean
1: see now because of darren you and darren have
3: sold me on going to europe going to, going yeah. to england well going hey to england's chicken. now now hold on i don't want to throw everything in one lump because they are just it's like saying i don't need to go to ohio because i've been to kentucky Oh, it's okay, a okay. oh yeah you can't so you know and even Wales I, you know you I went over to Chepstow Castle with my dad one of the first places they take it and Yeah, that's another castle it's a it's a ruin um, and I said something about it and my almost well you're in Wales I said Wales he said you're not in England anymore you're in Wales and I said what do you mean he said you're in England so the true you know my son competed at the national level at the National Geography Beat. and the teacher when he was talking to these giving them the rules and stuff. And he says this thing. He said, you know, the United Kingdom is one country, but it's made up of uh, provinces. And he says uh, Ireland, Wales, and Scotland and England. You know, he gives that thing. And I'm like, dude, that's totally wrong because those places are their own. I don't want to say theoretical. I mean, Ireland's its own country. Scotland's its own country, Wales is its own country and England's its own country and they come together as the United Kingdom. Does that make sense? Yeah. But the yes. only way the only equivalent we'd have is imagine if they had four Texas, you know. That, uh, it, but that's not even a true thing. You kind know, of Texas, you know, uh, agreed to give up their sovereignty where where Scotland and Wales and some people—they're still mad about it. You know what I mean? They're still <laughs> mad about.
1: It. I think Texas is too. What are you talking?
3: About? You know, yeah. Especially in the last uh, since November, that some yeah. people are really mad. Exactly. I got some dude attacking me on Twitter right now because I, you know, I rarely post anything or say anything, but I made this little—I just made this little two-sentence thing and this dude is coming after me and I'm trying to decide <laughs> if he's even worthy of my time because the way his portfolio profile picture looks like he can't even take a bath.
0: So <laughs> I don't even know. I you know what I
3: mean. If you can't even take a bath, I'm the last cat you need to be debating, you know, and especially you can't debate dudes with, uh, you know, this guy's an emotional uh, thing. Anyway, I don't even know how we got on this tangent, but yeah. Um, I don't even know how I got on
1: the Twitter. Geography. We we went from geography to take a guy not taking a bath.
3: It's a it's a reasonable it's a reasonable
1: it's a reasonable job.
3: I think it was because you know we have our own little systems here. So when you get over there, you can't you can't lump all your you know uh, England's its own place. It's it's one of my favorite places. You know my my uh, most of my ancestors came. Uh, there, um, eventually, you know, they, they lived in, in, in France until about 1066 when they decided they wanted to go to Europe or go to England. And then once they got tired of England, they moved out here through Virginia and in West Virginia was now West Virginia and Kentucky. So when I go there, my grandma, my, my grandma's maiden name was, uh, Fletcher, and her mom's maiden name was Cook, I doesn't it's anything to hear, but to English people, one of the great, one of the great generals in uh, World War II for the, everybody knows who Montgomery is. There was another British general called Crocker, you know, Yeah. so, uh, you know, I consider that sort of my ancestral home for the most part, but then you go into, uh, you know, the Dutch, I got a I got a dozen Dutch stories. I got a two dozen, I got three dozen French stories. I even got India stories. So when you told me he was a British truck driver, the first thing I thought he was driving a ding ding truck like a Raj or something, he was Hindi um, <laughs> driving around. But then I realized they all live here, don't they, Jason? Uh, quite they a few now? of them. Quite a few of yeah, them. Yes, I think they're all here now in New Jersey. So
2: thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out.